now, time for seafood news. Seafood News Podcast brought to you by Ernaberry's Executive Conference and Global Protein Summit, an epic online event taking place October 6th through the 9th. Visit ernaberry.com slash events to learn more. I'm Seafood News Managing Editor Amanda Buckle, and I am finally reunited with my other half, Ernaberry Market Reporter Lauren Castiglione. And the crowd goes wild. Yeah. Lauren, Lauren, Lauren. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I was excited. I, I mean, I would prefer to have my name being ch- chanted, but uh, you were missed. I've gotten quite a few emails. We saying, have gotten quite a few. I have been on them as well. Yeah, where's the podcast? Where's Lauren? We want her back. The people want what they want. I responded back angrily. Am I not good <laughs> enough for you? <laughs> Why can't I be good enough? But it's you just bring a different type of energy yeah. to the podcast. Yeah, a more unprofessional energy, I think. Yes, it always makes <laughs> what people can um, me relate look better. to. Yes, <laughs> that's what I was gonna say. I can't tell you how good it is to have you back, and like I said, mainly because you mess up more than I do, so it takes a lot of pressure off of me. Hey, I did <laughs> at least two videos by myself on LinkedIn during quarantine, so my skills are pretty top notch. All right, I don't know. I'm not on LinkedIn often, so I'm just <laughs> <laughs> let's jump into this. Let's jump into our top story of the week. Trident CEO Joe Bundren revealed a big shakeup in senior executives. In speaking to Interfish, Bundren confirmed that Vic Scheibert, president of Alaska Operations, Alan Kimball, executive vice president of global operations and sales, and Jeff Thompson, president of Trident's domestic sales and operations, will all be leaving the company next year. Scheibert has been with the company since 1973, initially working with Chuck Bundren, and he's set to retire at the end of 2021 but will be moving into the uh, company's board of directors. Kimball, who joined the company in 1999, will also be retiring at the end of 2021, but will be available to help the company with special uh, special projects after that. And finally, Thompson, who joined the company in 2008 as VP of Sales and was promoted to President of Domestic Sales and Operations in 2016, will have his position eliminated as part of the reorganization. Bundren told Interfish that the company will help him in any way they can in the transition. Do you think they're all looking back like, oh, we really should have set 2020 as the, the year we retire? Probably. <laughs> but way to go of, out with a bang. I think a lot of people <laughs> are. Um, in other news, on Wednesday, Slade Gordon CEO Kim Gordon testified at the House Committee on Small Business Hearing about the impacts that the coronavirus pandemic has had on food systems, specifically the harm that the outbreak caused the seafood supply chain. More than 1.7 million Americans work in the U.S. seafood industry half a million of whom work in the middle of the supply chain, many for small family-run companies like mine. Without us, the fisherman's bounty would never make it off the dock. We are the vital link that gets seafood from our oceans to your tables. Over two-thirds of our industry's $150 billion in annual sales come from restaurants and other food service establishments, such as university dining halls, hospital cafeterias, and cruise ships. With capacity limits in place at many restaurants and the closure of many other public eating venues, seafood companies all across the supply chain are at serious risk of failing. This has left our industry in uncharted waters. We have had to deal not only with billions in lost sales, but also with the job losses that go with such an unexpected downturn. My company alone lost over 70% of its business in the immediate weeks following the nationwide shutdown. Many struggling companies rushed to freeze and store products Some even began selling directly to consumers. 
Even with that effort, millions of dollars worth of fresh product that could not be sold or stored had to be destroyed. And when restaurants moved to curbside pickup and delivery service, seafood did not get its fair share. Fish simply doesn't travel as well as other meal options. Even with partial reopenings, restaurant operators are faced with increased costs at a time when many are operating at below break-even capacity. All have had to find ways to simplify service and menus and cut food costs. So it is only through ingenuity, resilience, grit, and determination that companies like Play Gordon have been able to survive thus far. Other issues tackled by Gordon during her five-minute testimony included the need for another stimulus bill and the need to increase flexibility around the use of PPP, or Paycheck Protective Program, loan funds. Moving along, according to Chinese Customs, nearly 134 tons of shrimp products were rejected upon their entry into China in August, and they have either been destroyed or returned. Among them, 106 tons are said to be white shrimp from Ecuador, while 28 tons are black tiger prawns from Vietnam. As available statistics show, the number of white shrimp, which were denied entry, has dropped by about 61% this August to 106 tons, compared with the 275 tons in July. Though August's rejected shrimp are all from Ecuador, there is obvious improvement in the country's export to the Asian market, considering that the number was 197 tons in July. And speaking of shrimp, did you know that you could get a deal on shrimp during Amazon Prime Day? Ooh, last year salmon, this year shrimp. It's bring know, on the savings. Give the people what they want. Yeah, that's seafood. So yeah, while while most people use Prime Day to take advantage of discounts on the latest tech gadgets, seafood lovers can also get in on the action this year um, as part of the 2020 Prime Day celebration. Whole Foods Market, which was bought by Amazon for just a a small amount, some change, $13.7 billion oh, yeah. <laughs> in no 2017, is offering 30% off sustainably wild-caught white shrimp. So the 10-15 count previously frozen white shrimp normally retails for $16.99 a pound at Whole Foods. However, from September 30th through October 6th, Amazon Prime members can buy a pound for the low price of $11.89. That is a good deal. That's that's awesome. That's I get a couple, di- yeah, couple of dinners out of that. Let's kick off Seafood Month. With, with some shrimp. Are you cooking for me? Mm, yeah, sure. All right, cool. Um, additional sales uh, on seafood are also being offered, but vary by location. For example, some stores are providing 20% off of Changing Seas thick-cut smoked salmon, while others are providing 20% off uh, fruits de mer marinated seafood. So all you have to do is search by zip code, city, or state to find deals at your local Whole Foods market. All right, let's keep this shrimp train rolling. Come on, roll the shrimp train. <laughs> What's that song? Come on, ride the train. The shrimp ride it. train. And we'll practice our uh, our tunes. <laughs> so Shiak Meats, a Singapore-based startup company that wants to be the first to sell lab-grown shrimp commercially, has just raised $12.6 million in a Series A funding. Now, I don't know if everyone remembers the name Shiak Meats, but this is the same company that in 2019 debuted the first ever cell-based shrimp dumpling at the Disruption in Food and Sustainability Summit in Singapore. The company revealed at the time that the cost of producing eight cell-based shrimp dumplings was $5,000. And let me just repeat that one more time because it's mind-blowing. It cost $5,000 to make eight shrimp dumplings. Yeah, you're not going to find that on Amazon Prime. No. I would, I mean, I like a good dumpling. I wonder I wonder if somebody could taste the difference in, uh, <laughs> in an 8,000 shrimp dumpling compared to a regular one you can just get at your local. Maybe they'll send us some, <laughs> and we can try it. 
Bring back the watch us eat videos. Ooh, watch us eat $5,000 <laughs> shrimp dumplings. <laughs> yeah, so the funding round was led by Aquaspark, an investment fund that focuses on sustainable aquaculture. Shiok Meats says that they plan to put the money towards the construction of a pilot plant. The goal is to launch their minced shrimp product in 2022. The Series A funding announcement comes a couple months after cell culture startup company Integriculture announced that they would be starting a joint research on cell culture shrimp meat with Shiok Meats. Integriculture's food-grade culture fluid and general-purpose large-scale cell culture technology, Colnet System, has confirmed that it is effective in cattle and poultry cells. The joint research aims to extend these to crustacean cells and to produce shrimp meat cell culture on a large scale at a low cost in the long run. I just want to get so back to the four thousand dollars. I just want to get back to that for a minute because there's this photo of um, a couple people at this uh, event in Singapore in 2019. Mm-hmm. Only like three people got to try the dumplings, and everybody else got to smell them. Okay, so everyone else is like smelling this five thousand dollars. How did shrimp. they choose? I, I forgot. They might have like actually been the, the founders of the company, mm. but if you weren't, and like they're giving like a thumbs up in this, like they have the shrimp in their mouth and they're giving a thumbs <laughs> up, and I feel like for five thousand dollars, I would be doing more than like a thumbs up. I'd be like, I don't know, I don't know. I, I would want to be like it had to be like a big like, extravagant deal, right? And what do you wash down a five thousand dollars shrimp with? Lots to think about. Lots to think about. A little bit of dom on the side. Oh man. In non-shrimp related news, the New England Fishery Management Plan has adopted a controversial plan to monitor all trips to sea. Going back to the shrimp for a minute. Okay. <laughs> Just let it go. Amanda. No, I need to know. Do they dip it in anything? Because that's the other thing. It's like if you're dipping it, because normally you dip you dip a dumpling, dip a dumpling <laughs> in like some sort of sauce. But for five thousand dollars I mean if people look down on you for dipping steak and ketchup, then a five thousand dollar shrimp, nobody's gonna let you dip in I, something. I don't even eat steak and I'd be offended by someone dipping steak and ketchup. <laughs> I think I think the taste test was a preliminary judge if it could compete with regular. So hopefully know, they weren't dipping natural anything. Shrimp. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to backtrack now. <laughs> In non-shrimp related news, the New England Fishery Management Plan has adopted a controversial plan to monitor all trips to sea. So this plan means that fishermen who target cod, flounder, and other ground fish must bring monitors on their trips or install electronic devices to track their catch. Before this plan, fishermen took monitors on approximately 40% of their trips. Environmental advocates are happy with the news, but concerned that it won't have enough federal funding. Meanwhile, fishermen are concerned about the long-term impact, like flexibility and fleet viability. And finally, October is known as National Seafood Month, but this year it's also the first ever, drumroll please, National Pescatarian Month! Woo! I feel like this was made for me. Yes, I know. You I'm probably should have done pescatarian the, out there. the announcement. <laughs> so sponsored by the National Fisheries Institute and its award-winning blog, Dish on Fish, National Pescatarian Month was created to help keep seafood on top of mind with consumers. NFI worked with National Today, the premier site for tracking food culture and the curator of special days and months, to designate National Pescatarian Month throughout October as an official event. The goal of National Pescatarian Month is to encourage consumers to go pescatarian and enjoy seafood at least two or three times a week, whether they are home or when dining out. As part of the kickoff, Dish on Fish will be showcasing nutritious pescatarian-focused meal plans, as well as tips for simple seafood prep and cooking. The first day of National Pescatarian Month also coincides with the launch of Dish on Fish's new e-cookbook, Everyday Seafood Recipes, 53 Quick and Easy Dishes. So everything in the new ebook shows how easy and convenient going pescatarian can be. Nearly all of its recipes for breakfast, lunch, dinner, and snacks 
have been created or approved by nationally recognized registered dietitian Rima Kleiner, and each is accompanied by either a mouthwatering image or a fun video. The e-cookbook also includes a forward and recipe contribution by noted chef and seafood champion Barton Siever, one of our favorites, mm-hmm. the author of the cookbook, The Joy of Seafood. Very cool. Yeah, I haven't gotten a chance to check out the e-cookbook yet, but I'm always looking for different recipes, oh, yeah. so I'm, I'm very interested. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited. Um, but I think we need to make yeah. either a cooking series or mm. a it, recipe book. I think something. people just would prefer to probably just watch us eat instead of doing a cooking series. If let, you, let's start it and let them decide. If you want to see Lauren and I bring back our watch us eat videos, you're going to need to email us. It's abuckle at earnerberry.com. Well, or, I thought we were already bringing those back. Yes, but we need, like, proof. I need... Okay. We need Ernerberry to fund these videos. <laughs> I'm not doing this out of my own pocket. Our self-worth is in your hands. Yes. People. So let us know if you want to watch us eat. <laughs> and send us food if you want to watch us eat it. We'll also... We're taking donations. Yes. $5,000 shrimp? It's... Yeah. Send it our way. Yeah. <laughs> well, Lauren, it has been great to have you back. I'm, I'm sure the listeners agree. And hopefully we'll be getting our uh, Seafood Weekly video back as yeah. well. That's th- the next on our to-do list. I think after uh, after this executive conference, the Global Protein Summit's wrapped up. I think we'll have our our director back. So yeah. hopefully she will uh, get this magic back together on screen. And then we can't be stopped. No way. Amanda and Lauren take over Seafood World. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs>